Now I'm going to quickly reel off some callbacks you've already mentioned to get to our top 10. So my number 12 is Tua. Um, I think that he showed a lot of promise for me, as mentioned just then. Number 11 is Dak Prescott. Um, I think that whilst he has his faults, I think he's definitely a more accomplished callback than some of these callbacks he've had underneath. And then number 10 for me is Jared Goff, a callback I loved seeing his season last year. I thought he was, it was one of my favourite stories, seeing Jared Goff come back to being one of the players we all saw in the 2018 Rams season, in the regular season. So for me, it was, um, I think he, I think personally you mentioned about, um, you know, other callbacks, you know, are they going to be this, are they going to be that? But I think Jared Goff is a solid callback. And I think for the next, at least two or three years, you get a solid callback who's going to do the job for you. And I think the Lions, provided they don't, do a lion um, and mess things up again like normal. I think they'll be definitely within the, a shout of winning the division, and I think they'll be definitely a team. Now, I I do think this year they could break that long curse of not winning a playoff game. I think this year could be the year, like the Bengals two years ago, where they their third to year three, whatever it was not winning a game. I think the Bengals, um, the, sorry, the Lions could do that this year. Um, back to you, Sam, for your number twelve. Uh, my I. I agree with you as well. I mean, you almost called it last year as well, didn't you? With the Lions, oh, you know, so very early into the oh. season with, with that hype. And I mean, they almost almost got there. If it wasn't Baron Rogers, um, <laughs> they would have got there. So, so, yeah, there, there is that. Um, my number twelve for Justin Fields. Um, I I may have him higher than others. Actually, I've, I've got to help. I've got to thank Charlie Grace, who's I've had on the podcast a couple of times. Um, he's a, a writer for four ten yards of me. Um, but you know he got me on the on the uh, on the Justin Fields bandwagon this year, um, for sure. This year just gone. Um, that game against Miami, where he just took the game over with his legs. Yeah, you know, the Dolphins obviously lost that game. Um, that for me was like, okay, wow, he's hard to bring down. His you know his you know his second dimension as a runner, you know as a quarterback. Is I mean I actually think he might even be a better runner than Lamar Jackson at this point in time. Uh, genuinely, like he's he's right up there. If you look at yards per carry for every rush, he's right up there with Lamar last year. Um, I think it's only 0.3 yards different behind him. So I mean it's close. Um, and Lamar was running for his life behind the offensive line last year as well. So you have got to remember <laughs> to bear that in mind as well. Uh, to be fair, so much as I feel, but. Um, yeah, if he can take the next step as a passer, I think he could be a top five quarterback. I think it'll be very difficult to stop. To be honest with you, that I'm, I really am looking forward to what Justin Fields can do. Uh, and yeah, and then my eleven and ten are two that we've mentioned before: uh, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Um, like I said it's a tough one with Deshaun. Obviously, as a human being, I'm not really a fan. Um, but before all the off-field issues, he was a top five quarterback. You can't you can't deny that. Last year he was awful, which is why you put him last. Um, but obviously he hadn't played forever. Uh and for me actually injuries are a worry of him too. Um, but when he was healthy, it was hard to find many players better than him. So that's why he's there. Russell Wilson, one of my favourite quarterbacks ever. Yeah, you know, I've got him here for hope more than anything because uh, <laughs> I'm a massive fan of him. Last year's offensive, Nathaniel Hackett was a disaster. Obviously, hopefully he's restored back to sort of all pro level with Sean Payton this year. It's what you know, fingers crossed there. Um, he needs to be more careful with the football than he was last year for sure because he did a turn the ball over quite a lot actually, um, compared to what he has him you know previously. But his deep his deep ball was lovely to watch. He's got a lovely deep ball. You know, a very underrated arm as Russell Wilson. Uh, so for me, he's my number 10. And then my number nine, getting into the top 10, 
another person you've mentioned, Matthew Stafford. Um, he's another one of my favourites. He was very underrated in Detroit. He hasn't been as good in LA as he was in Detroit because that's, he was actually that good. It's just he was in a Lions organisation that is one of the worst we've ever seen at that point in time. Um, but, you know, he deserved a ring to his name. And again, he has some of the best arm talent in this league. It's just, you know, if, if he can be what he was in Detroit, then oh my God, Matthew Stafford is, is such a good quarterback. Like the, I, I put the Rams up there to be in the playoffs again. It's just whether he can make that step and obviously stay healthy. That's a theme with, you know, Watson, you know, Kyler Murray to, uh, the, you know, they're all injury concerns, which is why they just started top 10, but I really like them as quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm hoping Stafford can have some sort of final final opportunity to to do it again but i i do think he's he's got his ring i think to be honest i think that's where it'll stick with just one one super bowl but at the end of the day he's got that until the day he dies so yeah for me can't fault it uh my number nine is kirk cousins um i was debating at one point putting him at seven but i thought come wow. on Andy, you can't you, <laughs> you can't, can't put no <laughs> But I, I do like cousins. I do like cousins. I think that we mentioned before about the whole situation with you know Lance Donald. Property. I said it before in, in a Twitter space that with a Lions fan, Aaron. Um, I genuinely think if he was in the 49ers, they win a Super Bowl, guaranteed. Because that yeah, no, I agree. Down to him, he's had bad defense after bad defense, and I think that if you put him in a team with if you have him, if you give him a great defense with George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, all to throw to Debo Samuel. A great, great running back group as well. I genuinely think that they'd win all. But I think. Do so you he... reckon he could go there? You know, next year, Ben Money's a free agent. Like, do you think they yeah. could? do might genuinely do like because that is a shout. He could, he could be in San Francisco next year. If they're not yeah. sold in Trey Lance, like it could happen. Yeah, I genuinely think it could because Shanahan wanted him years ago with the 49ers, uh when Kirk was a free agent before before he went to Minnesota, and I think yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's exactly why this actually was brought up when I mentioned this in a, in a, Twitter, in a Twitter space I was doing it with. Um, I genuinely think that he would win at all for him because at the end of the day, you mentioned before, one thing he guarantees you is, is staying healthy and staying on the field. I know, I know he might go to the point now, it might be the cursed place where he gets injured, but <laughs> if he stays healthy and he's there 16 games, 17 games a year, He's thrown to all these players, like he was with Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne, and you know, and um, I, I think genuinely think, and he could become, he he would genuinely become one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I think that, you know, last year that playoff game against the Giants, I just mentioned it then. He was excellent in that game, thirty-four points he scored. He was brilliant, and I think that his defense let him down. Now, you know, they're going into situation situation now where they got Brian Flores, the DC. I think they will surprise people this year potentially, but. I do think that it's, um, you know, it, it's certainly one to keep an eye on. But with Cousins, I think that, you know, he has been good. But I just think that these callbacks in the top eight are just way too, just way too good. Um, speaking of which, my number eight is Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think I'd love to put him higher. But again, it's down to having just one good year. And I think that the way he's going next year, I can see him being top five. Uh, but right now, I think... He is eighth, which is improvement on last year. We all had him quite low last year. No one was sure, you know, whether he was a guy or not. So I think going into next year when he do this again, I don't think he'll be in I think he'll be a lot higher than eighth. Unless something could hold me wrong. You know, they they're gonna likely win a division again because that, that is the worst division in football by a mile, that AFC South. And I, I think yeah. that it's, it's um certainly gonna be an improvement from him. I think you know, Dark Horse MVP candidates, he's definitely won. Um, you know, last season over four thousand yards. 25 touchdowns, 
single-digit interceptions with eight. So, yeah, he's certainly a guy that, obviously, whilst he's on a rookie, rookie deal as well, um, like a lot of quarterbacks like Burrow and Herbert, they got to take a chance now and try and do something with that. So, yeah, Lawrence, for me, is number eight. Uh, but for you, Sam, who's number eight? My number eight is also Trevor Lawrence. Um, like you were saying, one of the biggest jumps on this list, alongside Jalen Hurts, so we'll get to later, <laughs> um, from last year. But, I mean, deservedly so. Yeah, he made the second-year jump to be the QB we all expected him to be out of college. You know, a lot of the time in the second year, you're like, okay, now show what you can do, and he did that. Um, and also, I think it's great for Jacksonville to actually finally have a player like this. Like, you know, for, for so long, the Jags have been the laughing stop because they've just not been able to sell tickets. You know, it's been, you know, they talk about them you know, moving to London or whatever because, you know, like I said, you get the biggest crowds of the year are in, are in London, that's the fact. Um, but no, I think for, for Jacksonville in general, it's, it's a, you know, they've got a very bright future now because I think Trevor Lawrence will be there for 10 years or so. And I can see, I can genuinely see them winning the Super Bowl if, if you know, I mean, look, Doug Peterson's done it before. He's done it before. They've already won a playoff game. Admittedly, there was a Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert collapse in that game <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, but um, they, they've won a playoff game. Yeah, it's, the future's only up for the Jags, and I think it's great to see. Actually, that is a good point as well, going back to the Jags. I don't think they'll ever... You know, there's all obviously the London stuff. I don't think they'll ever move to London because obviously they're doing that whole the stadium mm. stuff. But, but I think I've seen talk of them moving to London for a couple of years, um, whilst the stadium's getting done. Nice as I a like sort that. of as a, as a sort of you know build up to a franchise potentially, because it, that's that's how you test it obviously. Because you know if their field's getting done and where they're going to play, there's an opportunity there to to happen. I have seen that. A lot, but no, for, for me, they're staying in Jacksonville and rightly so because they've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, I, I he could be top five next year, like you were saying. I, I really hope he is because I, I, I'm a massive fan of Trevor Lawrence's game. Yeah, I think certainly when I saw that video, I certainly thought to myself, but there's no London franchise now for a while. Um, and I think it's not helping with people like who was the guy on um. Good morning football. Is it, is it, oh, what's his name? Finn Taylor? Was it Finn Taylor? The, the British guy. The comedian, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it, it was funny, but like, America. I don't think it'll ever work. I don't think a franchise no. will ever work. No. I just, I, I can see it happening because of the money in the league, but I don't think it will last long. But I, like, like I said, I don't think it'll be the Jags. No, and I think, I, I think it'll be a new team. Yeah, or maybe a team will relocate, but I, I don't yeah. think. I don't think we should. I don't. I'll st- I'm in. I'm in the camp of not wanting a franchise for long term. But I would like it for two years. But yeah, <laughs> that they used to have. I think we're seeing far too many people coming on these. You know, these influencers who don't know anything about the sport, and that was a bad advert. I think for English, you know, English fans because they're gonna. They're, they're not looking at and going, "Oh, that team needs a franchise." They're gonna think, "Oh, they're all like what that guy was like." So yeah, he, I don't true. think. I don't think. It will ever happen personally. I could see a, there being maybe a European team, maybe have like you know, or maybe they do like eight games where half of them are in Germany, half of them in London. But I just don't see it ever getting to the point where players will want to move. I mean, it's um... it may it may work in Germany. I think it is a lot better chance of working in Germany than it does in the UK. You reckon? Well, yeah, because in Germany they have professional teams, mm. like yeah, you know, like local professional teams that get thousands of people to come and watch. 
you don't have anything like that in the UK at all. Oh, God, no. And it, yeah. it's, it's the second most watched sport in football behind, in, in Germany behind football. Like it's People underestimate how big it is. It's massive. So I think if it's going to work anywhere, it works in Germany much more than in the UK, if I'm being honest. Speaking of Germany, actually, whilst we're on it, of course, our team's playing there this year, the Dolphins. Um, are you going to try and go to the game? Uh, I might do, yeah. I might not be able to afford it because I'm a student at the moment. But um, <laughs> if if I can afford it, I, I, will, I will try and get over there. I think um, in our our full 10 yards um, guide that's coming out in a couple of months' time, our season preview, um, they're actually um, we're doing a, a piece on uh, the best way to get to Frankfurt as a fan, um, which would be quite good. So if buy that when you can. I think it'll be a lot cheaper this year as well. But um, the way it comes out, they'll be we're doing a feature on how to how to get to Frankfurt on the cheapest of fan. So yeah, well, that'd be cool. I might try and read that because I'm actually going to try and go there myself. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, I've entered a the, part of Finch Nation UK. I, yeah. I, I think there's a chance I could get a ticket there. Um, but, you know, it's all it's all about a ballot at the end of the day and I've got to hope that I can get it. But it's, um, yeah, I'm hoping, I might go just for the atmosphere. I might go just to experience it with the fans. Um, but of course, I'm going to be in America for this season as well so I don't know whether I'm gonna is worth going back from America to Germany back to America just to see with fans but we'll see um right moving on to number seven um now for me number seven I got a feeling we're gonna have the same guy here because I think these the six ahead are gonna be too good but who's your number seven my number seven is Lamar Jackson yeah that's what I've got as well yeah it's um you know one of them has talked about callbacks this off season uh, more than the other one in a bit, but it's um yeah I I, I think that he is good, but I, I just think these six ahead of them are just like that next level. You mentioned that the Dalton line between like mediocre and non mediocre quarterbacks. I think there's a line between these six and the rest. I think there's elite think, and great quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Lawrence yeah. is really I think Lawrence is really close. I think Cousins on the 49ers would be close as well, but I think that yeah Lamar Jackson is good, but too many injuries. And I think that whilst his passing is underrated, I think the D6 callbacks I've got ahead of him are just, and you as well, are just way too good than the rest. Yeah, I think, again, for me as well, he's just not been the same guy since 2019. Like, he's he's not had anything near his MVP season. Like, for real. And once he got to the playoffs in that season, what did he do in the playoffs? Mm. You know, they lost, they lost to Tennessee. Like, yeah, it's so hard with him because you're like, where do you rank Lamar? And you know, again, he's not been healthy these past two years, so the lot, you know, you can sort of scrap them off. Um, he was actually playing some good football, probably the best of his career, um, other than 2019, um, before he got hurt last year. Obviously, playing for this new contract, which he he finally got, although it's not very long term. Um, uh, and one thing to to note with Lamar this year is obviously they're moving away from the. Uh, the run first offense they're now going to Todd Munkin as offensive coordinator so that things will change and the offense will look different so I'm interested to see what happens when Lamar is told to sit in a pocket more um but no it's a big year for Lamar and also it's a prove it year as well because obviously that deal was three years wasn't it so you know it's a short contract so this if he plays good this year you know the the Ravens are going to have to come back to the table at some point very quickly because otherwise they're going to lose him because you know it'll be two years, you know. So he's going to get another contract soon this year if he balls out. Then it's like, oh crap, we better pay Lamar now just in case he gets even better. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's either he'll be out of the year, the league in three years, or you know he'll he'll be he'll be playing around, or he'll be on a mad contract from the Ravens. I think it'll be one of the two, um, and hopefully he can stay healthy because again he's a great player to watch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on to number six, um, I've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that, and obviously, this time a year ago, he was a back-to-back MVP. You know, I think his stock was a lot higher this year. But I think last year we saw a massive downturn. Now, the question for me is whether last year was him being unhappy in Green Bay or whether it was him showing his age. And I think we'll see this year because he's going to be happy now. He's that team that... He's finally got a team that loves him again. You know, brand new place. He seems happy he's been in years in New York right now. Yeah, but the media thing is interesting because is he gonna? He's quite a snappy guy, so it's he, he may well love the media in New York, but he may go the other way. And I think there's definitely concern in that sense. And also, he is 39, so I think that there's a same thing. You had it with Ryan Giggs and Buffon, where everyone thinks footballers can all last till 40 now, where not everyone can, and everyone thinks because Brady is 45. Fullbacks can all do that, and I think that what we saw, we've seen really that not many players have done it really since. I know Zlatan's just retired, but not many quarterbacks are going to last till they're forty-five and play it as well as Brady did in his later years. So I think that with Rogers, is really this year is key. I think that he has to obviously perform well because they've obviously gone out and got him and all the all the the months and months of talk. He's finally gone there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think with him, it's down to whether he is the guy. That they needed, and I think that he'll definitely improve. And I think they will make the playoffs because they got seven and nine with Zach Wilson and Brees Hall injured for half the year. So I think if you've got Brees Hall in fit all year, the defense stays how it is. Salah obviously proved to be a great head coach. I think Rogers will definitely improve the team. I don't think will it, will it be enough to make all the way? I don't know, but same time, there's that real question mark for me as to whether he is getting old or whether he's just unhappy in Green Bay. Um, now, of course, you had him first in your list last year, Sam. Yes. Um, is he sixth in your list? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not first either, but he's not sixth. Um, my number six is Justin Herbert. Um, he's actually coming off the worst year of his career, but for me, I think he's gone up because we've seen you know some players fall. We've also seen Tom Brady retire. You know, there's a lot's happened. Um but I'm excited to see what he can do with Callum Moore because that Joe Lombardi offense was awful. And, and especially last year as well, it, it was wasting Justin Herbert's talent. Now, for me, my only gripe is right, a QB as talented as him should have achieved more than he has with his surroundings, even, you know, even with, you know, people doubt Brandon Steady or whatever. But he is that talented for me that I feel like he should have, you know, got to a divisional round maybe even a conference championship by now because you know we've seen qbs in much worse situations drag their teams like burrow right he is it was in a much worse situation than justin herbert has been his second year in cincinnati last year right and where did he take him we took him to the conference championship game like it's and again you can say you could argue he has jamar chase but i mean look at that point jamar chase was a rookie like it's it's not like he it was yeah admittedly he had one of the best rookie seasons you've ever seen it was best as a receiver but it's it's not like you know he he's got the five six years seven year veteran receivers that he's got in Ken Allen and Mike Williams who are some of the best that he's got as well as you know look he had actually a decent offensive line last year and for, for see for me it's just like 
I feel like Justin Herbert should be doing more. He, he, I've never seen him. I've not seen him win. He's not a, for me. He's not. He's not come back and won a game on his own in the fourth quarter that often, which I feel like he should. Like for example, Patrick Mahomes does that on a weekly basis. For, you know, it feels like it anyway. A lot of times we've seen the ball, or you know, in Tom Brady's hand, or in Joe Burrow's hand, or in Aaron Rodgers' hand, where he can just win a game on his own with you know a minute to go. How many times have we seen Justin Herbert do that? Mm, that is actually that, really interesting. Yeah, that, that is, is that's that's my view on Justin Herbert, and a lot of people hate me for it. And not, but I've said I've said throughout this thing, he is immensely talented, which is why he's here at number six. I think he, he could be. I think he could easily be number one on this list. It's just I don't know if he can actually be number one on this list. If you know what I mean, that that's my only thing, and it's why I've got Jalen Hurts ahead of him at number five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like for me, it's he's the best success story of twenty twenty two proving me completely wrong by improving his accuracy by like 10%. <laughs> um, you know, every question I had of him last year, because I had, I think I had about 23 last year or something like that. I had quite low. Um, yeah, he he answered every single question I had. The ball was out quicker. You know, he, he was careful with the football. His accuracy was in the right, you know, the ball placement was you know, so good. You know, he was putting it in the right place. He just, he, he improved in, at an astronomical rate. And, Look, it's just, you know, and the Super Bowl, that is one of the best games I've seen anyone have in the Super Bowl. And I mean, admittedly, they lost the game, but he, you know, he was, he outperformed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. In oh, February. I, 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 I gotta disagree with that. Really? Now, I think he was that good. And, you know, he got had, he threw one of the best balls I've ever seen. And if you would have told me, you know, when we did this podcast in June last year that Jalen Hurts would have thrown that football, I thought, I would have thought you had taken the mick there. I really would have done because, you know, that, that it just, I mean, just, yeah, I think he, I, I was really, really impressed by what uh, Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni cooked up with him last year. Um, and maybe maybe Shane Steichen does the same in Indianapolis without any Richardson. That that you know that might be why he's, they think he can start because they think he could. They think you know maybe that is Shane Steichen's thing. He, he's you know Brian Dable per se. You know he could do similar to what he's done. You know, if he does it with Jalen Hurts and Anthony Richardson, like Dave was done with Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, then you're like, wow, that's why he got a head coaching job. Um, but no, for me, Jalen Hurts, number five. Yeah, and me, I Hurts, really like him. For me, Hurts is down to the fact that he did fumble the ball in that first half. Uh, to be fair, Neville he came back from back. it, though. Neville, yeah, he came back, but Mahomes came back from an injury and True. did was faultless. In, in the crunch time second half, he was absolutely faultless and that's why, you know, he got to by MVP and they won the game. And with Hertz, I, I've got him fourth. You know, I, I think he's brilliant. And I think that, again, it's just one year and he, he has lost his OC. So you have to mm. potentially worry about that. But I think at the same time, you know, he's proved to me in that, in that one year that he is the guy. And I, I think he's one of the best personalities in the league. You know, there's a lot yes. of players who are very cocky, very arrogant. But like Mahomes and like Hertz, very much... Mahomes... Was a little bit cocky on the parade, but apart from that, regular season games, he's very much very humble. The same cool, collective character. And I like his personality. Um, I mean, fifth for me, go back to fifth is Herbert. Um, and I think you made a good point about Herbert. The fact that you know we've seen, you know, Herbert's got Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen for the last three years. Whereas Mahomes has won two bowls with far less. He lost Tyree Kill and gained Juju Smith-Schuster and won a Super Bowl 
MVP, Bowl, and also regular season MVP, with it turns Kadarius Tony into uh, <laughs> far better running, uh, receiver than we see, you know, McCall Harden and all those people like that. And, you know, Herbert had much better weapons. Um, then, you know, all these players, though, like Burrow, Allen, Hurts, have all got you know, as good weapons as Herbert, and Herbert hasn't done anything really, to be honest with you. Yes, that's, um, that's my point. That is yeah, exactly how I feel. How about Noy on defence? Um, Derwin James on defense as well. I, he, he's had bad coaches, don't get me wrong. Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley, but you're completely right. Tina, you know, he, I, I don't think I have seen him. I think he, I've seen him duel with Mahomes on his first was it his first game or second game? Yeah, as well. But I've I've never I I think you're right. I've, I've never seen him do that either. So it's really interesting as Herbert. Is he actually the guy? And um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, well, a lot of people say he is literally Philip Rivers because yeah, Philip Rivers exactly. had the exact same thing. Like it, it, it might just be a Chargers thing rather than the Justin <laughs> Herbert thing. Maybe, but then yeah, it might just be. But for me, again, like that is exactly what it is. Um, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think it is it's the Chargers way, unfortunately. Um, but for you, who's number four on your list? Uh, my number four is my number one last year. It's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, bar perhaps Patrick Mahomes. He is the most talented thrower of the football I've ever seen. Um, th- th- he had the worst season of his career statistically, um, you know, last year, and it was still it would still be a career year for many QBs. You know, like his, you know, similar year to Tua last year. You know, for example, and that was his career year. You know, uh, you know, thirty-five TDs or so, about ten picks. Well, that that is a that's a you know, that's a Kirk Cousins kind of year. Like a lot, you know, a lot of QBs can't even do that, and you know, that's a that's Aaron Rodgers' worst year of his career. Um, he he had the highest turnover worthy play rate since 2010 uh, last year as well. But other than that, all the other metrics he didn't really decline in, um, which suggests to me that his poor play was more due to you know maybe enthusiasm and also the lack of talent around him as well. Obviously losing to Wanty Adams etc. Um, yeah, you know, obviously his receiving call last year was was not great. Let's be real. Um, which sort of you know as an Aaron Rodgers fan gives me hope for what he'll be like in the Jets. Obviously because their roster is way better than what the Packers were, especially offensively. Um, you know their roster. That's what it will be this year. Um, but no, yeah, for me, honestly, I it sort of stings a bit that he is a New York Jet because again, he is one of my favorite players to watch, and I'm so happy I got to see him play in London this year. Um, but no, yeah, I I've got Aaron Rodgers number four just because like, he's won what four MVPs, he's won a Super Bowl. Like he's you know people say he could be the greatest of all time. Obviously, he's not because Brady has won so much, but he's certainly the most talented for me. And yeah, I. I said even after the worst year of his career, he's still at number four. Yeah, yeah, that says it all. I mean, look, his stats are even on that bad as compared to his usual standards. That's what I mean. Yeah, touchdowns, twelve interceptions. You know, only three double-digit interception season of his career. Uh, I mean, he's by far a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go for my number three, uh, and that's Josh Allen, an absolute machine. The hardest player to stop in the league. You know, he's on the Madden cover for a reason. Uh, he's proper gung ho with the football, which is his strength, but also his weakness as well. Um, his arm talent is extraordinary. Rushing ability too. There's no one like him. You know, maybe Cam Newton is prime. Um, that's why he went number one overall in 2011. But I mean, like that. You know, Cam Newton did, but. Yeah, he Josh Allen is just he's a machine, <laughs> and and um, like I said, he, he can turn the ball over, which is, is that my only gripe with him. 
But other than that, like he is the Buffalo offense, and he like, he wins games on his own. Like admittedly, you know they've got him Stephon Diggs, but you know even when they didn't have Diggs and the Bills made you know when he was in the playoffs, you know he was still like he was putting his body on the line, everything, trying to like you know try, trying to get everything, and yeah, it's just no one's like that. No one is. He's the hardest person to stop in the league. Like, like I said earlier, he is the hardest person to stop because you know, like I said, you feel like oh okay we're gonna bring him down. Next thing you know he's running for ten yards. To the side, or you know, you think, oh, we can tell him the red zone, and let's see, you know, he's running through your defensive line. You know, it is, it is so hard to stop. But I rate the other two callbacks as a thrower better. Um, but you know, the, these three guys, Alan Burrow and Mahomes, they are unreal. They are they're such a you know ambassadors for the league. And to be fair, it is a shame that all in the AFC. Because you'd like to see these guys go, you know, against each other in the Super Bowl, not the AFC Championship game or AFC Divisional round. Like, you know, if one of these guys is in the NFC, it'd be awesome. But for me, they are the clear three best QBs in this league. Yeah, I agree, and I've got Alan third as well. Yeah. Um, I think I do over him long term a bit. Like, count the fact that they do use him a lot, and that they use him, I think, far too much with his feet, and I think they. Mm. I think they're, they're alluding to this year. They're going to try and turn down this year. And I think James Cook may well be a, a great choice on fantasy for that reason alone. I think he'll get a lot more reps. And I think I'm hoping, well, not hoping really, but from a health point of view, that I think they need to sort that out because they can't keep having him as their lead rusher, having him as the guy they constantly thinking he's going to be constantly bailing him out with his feet. Uh, I think that it's a massive concern in that sense. But, but I think this year, if they stick to him just in the passing game and, and sporadically use his feet, I think... For long term, I think it'd be great. I think the Bills can do something then. But I think but as long as they keep using him too much in, in the run game, I think they'll always be that team that has no misses. Um, which means you both got the same two and one, Burrow and Mahomes. The question is, who's number one? So, who is yours? My number one is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion and the future of this league for many years to come. Um, look, some of the stuff he does is just so special. Like, yeah, he just absolutely mesmerizes me. You know, it's the it's the way you can just dance on the pocket and just throw effort effortlessly, and it will go 30, 40 yards downfield. <laughs> or it, you know, it's the way he's constantly in sync with every receiver there is. You know, like I said, even if it's Juju Smith-Schuster or Kadarius Tony or <laughs> you know Demarcus Robinson or anyone he's had, he's you know he's I mean obviously Travis Kelsey and Tariq Hill especially. I'm interested to see what he'll be like um, with, with the likes of Justin Ross, for example. We've seen him um, a, a lot in training camp, well, not training camp, sorry, um, CAs and mini camp and etc. Those couple of weeks, but. Um, yeah, and they added other pieces too. So that's it. I mean, look, I honestly, my favourites for the Super Bowl next year, or you know, are the Chiefs. Like, like straight away, I, I can see them doing it again because they're that good. And we've seen Mahomes do it without Tyreek Hill. Now, mm. we like that. That was a thing. You know, people. Some. I mean, I didn't think I had the Chiefs winning division last year, and they proved me wrong. You know, I needed to win the division. They went on and won the Super Bowl. So, so like, and look, like, yeah, it's just. Mahomes, Mahomes and Burrow are their team's offense. It's just that Mahomes can do it without getting hurt and without really turning the ball over. Other than that one, you know, little blip last year at the start of the season. Other than that, Mahomes can create create football plays without turning the ball over as much. And then for Joe Burrow, he's a special, special player. 
Um, and the one that I hope the Bengals are careful with, actually, because I, I do worry that they're going to... Um, they're going to sort of suffer the fate that the Colts did of Andrew Luck because they're very similar players, actually. Um, I don't want Burrow's career ending in the same way, to be honest with you. Obviously, they're a little bit different personality. Like, obviously, Burrow is a really cool guy when Andrew Luck's really smart. Um, so maybe Burrow would carry on if he got hurt, you know, three, four, five more times. Um, but yeah, he's so cool. He's so composed. He's so accurate as well, which helps him excel at any throw. Because he's not got the arm strength that Mahomes and Burrow, Mahomes and Allen have. He just he hasn't. But he can put it on on the dot. He's like Tua. Like for example, Tua. Like people were saying, oh, you can't throw a deep ball. Yeah, but his his accuracy is so good that he doesn't have to have a strong arm to get it downfield. Like he was the best deep throw in the league last year because of that. His accuracy is so good. And this is the same with Joe Burrow. You know, every ball down the field is hit to Chase or to Higgins or or to um. To Tyler Boyd, like he, he he doesn't have the arm that Allen or Mahomes does, but his ball placement is second to none, and that's what that you know that's you mentioned earlier. You think he's the next Tom Brady? That is exactly why I believe the same. Yeah, it could be the same thing because th- that is his mo. And yeah, that's I mean, why Joe Burrow is so good. He is just like he's got that inner mentality. I think that not everyone has. Mm. I don't think Lamar has it. I don't think Herbert has it, to be honest with you. But I think no. Burrow has that switched in mentality. And I don't think he'll be a guy that I think he, I don't think he'll chase many like other quarterbacks do as well. I mean, for me personally, he's very smug, very arrogant, but you can't me knock him on the field for how good he is. And he is that good. And I think that they are certainly again one of the contenders. And I think he is one of the rare quarterbacks that go first overall that actually deliver so far. In yeah. a- Far from being a bust. But yeah, I've got Burrow second and Mahomes first as well for everything you're saying. I mean, Mahomes, we it, we see, we talk about Tua and James Hurts and Allen. They've all improved massively from gaining receivers. Now, Mahomes lost a receiver and looked better. So it's yeah. uh, it, it's crazy. So that, that reason alone should put number one. Um, but that is the end of our list. Um, so we'll have... Uh, six players that were the same for both us in position wise. Uh, both had Tannehill twenty fourth. We both had um, Daniel Jones Purdy, eighteen, wasn't it? Daniel Jones eighteen, Brock Purdy twentieth. Yeah. We both had Lawrence and Jackson eighth and seventh respectively. And our top three was both Allen, uh, Mahomes, and Barrow. Uh, with Mahomes first and Barrow second. And then quickly, look, we're going to look back quickly at last year's last year's team. So I'm not going for everyone because it's going to be far too long. But there's players here that have since gone, like Brady and Ryan, like people like Winston and Wentz, who are no longer starters, uh, Mariota as well, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Donald and Locke. But the biggest downgrades and upgrades we've got are, so of course myself, uh, Watson is at 24 positions down. Um, and of course, the bigger and other people like Wilson's gone down by eight positions. He was sixth in my list last year. He obviously now is a lot lower than that. Um, Tanner went down seven, he was 17 last year in my list. And on the flip side, Lawrence was 30th in my list. Last year, last wow, list year. So, I remember him being low, but not yeah, that low for you. I mean, 22 places above. I mean, you had him in 26, he's gone up 18 yeah. to you. Uh, both had Hertz low down, so I had him in 21st. He's gone up 17 for me and 17 for you as well because he was 22nd in your list and obviously fifth in your list this year. Uh, Justin Fields got up lows as well. Both had him 28th, so gone up 13. Uh, both have him in the same position. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting. Obviously, Roger's gone down four uh, for myself and he's gone down 
for you um three so yeah interesting to see what will be next year as well um to see you know what players will do i think there'll be players in this list that no longer start i think mac jones could be one i think somehow could be one but yeah overall i think that we should i think this year hopefully i think we will get most of the callbacks this year again next year i think we're in a good phase i think a lot of teams have their callback and i think only be about i reckon four or five that will actually change next year mm. um but yeah that is the end of the episode a long one so thank you if you've made it to the end i salute you um major coup for you as well as sam for sticking with us as well um thank you for coming on first of all that's all right mate no trouble at all it's always a pleasure having me on so thank you for that no problem at all and we are going to keep doing our mini series of um of you know of, um, when i go through each place i went to a game to and i go through my travel experience so that mini series is still happening now i don't know we're currently on june the 9th at 22.04 in the evening so i don't know whether this podcast when we'll get it out so it may well be when this comes out players have been traded something could happen in the time this comes out so if it has happened i do apologize for this list but in the meantime this has been the across the pod podcast i've been your host andy this has been sam morse and we will see you guys next time